we're also talking about a domestic violence situation where plain on paper one partner was physically violently abusive towards their partner and ultimately killed their partner we've seen a million stories like that the victim of that was not a perfect victim and so we want to throw away the legitimacy of the fact that they were beaten abused and then murdered and we didn't even get to have that conversation because you know unfortunately old boy decided that you know coon, it was coon life for him all i'll say is i'm, I'm wishing courtney a, a fair trial that's all i'll say and that you know the truth comes out whatever it may be see that's a red flag <laughs> It's a red flag. All right, let's get straight into it. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating and relationship podcast in the universe. It's your boy, Eddie. It's Alvin. Uh, Josh is away saving some kittens, and he will be back next week. Um, let's, let's, let's get started with a little Patreon question if you're game. I'm game for whatever. All right, boom. So we got Faith. She wrote in, asked us this question. I'm going to read it off, see if, see if I can read good. Um, so she basically said, an, an idea that, that's been on my mind lately since I've been actively dating is about the concept of dating up. What do you guys think about this concept? Or, or dating within your range? Now that I've kind of grown up a bit, I have my own place, car, corporate job, and I expect the person I'm dating to have the same, but I've always dated and sought out men who have their life together. Even when I had no car, no job, and living with my parents, I've had a couple of instances where I straight up would ask a guy, why are you trying to date when you don't have your life together, even though my life is not together? And I'm firmly against struggle love and don't want to be in a situation where I have to hold a nigga down. But at the same time, I would love to grow with someone and uh, for us to both grow, they have to have room to grow. So her question is, are my standards too high? For some context, 23, no kids, been to college, still in college, live on my own, car, not good credit, <laughs> a job and a side hustle. And my criteria is somebody who's 23 to 29, no kids, college background, um, or have their own business already established. Can have roommates, but not with their parents, stable form of income. I feel like that's not too much, but I'm always concerned that I'm being too judgmental because I swipe left or match immediately if none or, or unmatched immediately if none of these are met. Com very, very common question that I think mm -hmm. a lot of people, uh, women specifically, seem to be concerned about or, or chattering online about. What do we think? Um, so, so first, I, I don't think she's asking for too much, um, her specifically. Um, in general, I do I do think that some women and a, and I think it's a very small percentage of women. I want to mm -hmm. I want to stress that to to the yeah, male I viewers think, yeah. out here. I think the vast majority of women if they like you, if you you know display that you're like not like a piece of shit, they'll give you a shot despite lacking some of like their their baseline things that they in their mind mm -hmm. see as an ideal. As I a, think yeah. I think women are very forgiving in that respect by and large. But I do Little think Caesar. there's a small percentage yeah. of women that like want a guy to have like this insane like physical, educational, and like professional resume, and like don't have shit. Um, but I don't think I don't I don't think this sounds like that. I think that she's being very reasonable with what she's asking for. Yeah, no, I I I, I hmm. see. For me, it's all about context because I don't even think if I think if a woman says I want a six foot tall, eight inch dick millionaire baller ass hilarious gorgeous tattooed man who has a phd but is also a thug if you i don't even think that that's necessarily insane i think for me it's all about like context and self-auditing it's like mm -hmm. is that actually what you want and how likely are you to get it and are you putting yourself in a position where what you're seeking because i think a lot of people and this this applies to everything not just dating shit yeah. like i think a lot of times people create a goal 
without doing an audit of the environment or themselves. So they just go, I want to be the greatest football player of all time. That's my goal. That's what I need to be happy. And they haven't done any audit on how likely that is, what the comp uh, competitive environment is, how talented they are, or sat down and thought, what if I don't get that? How, what is my life going to be if I don't get the thing that I want? So I think people fail to do that. And that gets more likely the loftier your goal is. But if you're like, look, I have a happy life. Everything is good. If I don't get this, this person, this man that I've conjured up, that's fine. But also I've taken stock of myself and like the likelihood that I can get this person is like actually pretty high. You know what I mean? I'm very attractive. Mm -hmm. I'm in these spaces. Da, 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 da. Then fine. Cool. Have your criteria. Um, so I don't even think it's a question of like, are your standards too high? It's just a it's, it's just context. Like, can you reasonably get this? And is this actually even what the fuck you want? Because I think sometimes we write that shit down on a piece of paper and it's based on like what we think we can get. And da, 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 da. You could be happy with a lot like a, you could be happy yeah. with a lot, a lot different than what you think you can. And I think people forget that shit like the stuff like because I'm looking at this. And so I would say I, I can't. So faith to you, I would say I can't answer this question. I think it's a question that you got to ask yourself. How important are each of these things really? Because. I would say all of those things are wonderful, but they're very job interview style things. Um, and that's not unreasonable, but I, you know, none of the stuff that's on this list has anything to do with liking the other person or even being attracted to them. These are sort of like criterion checkoff lists as opposed to like, is this person funny? Do y'all share interests? Do you like, are they physically attractive? Do you like their smile? I any of that kind of stuff. So I'd just be curious, you know, is this your list or is this a list of things you think you ought to have in a person? I, I think there's I think there's something to be said with having baseline cr criteria to weed out people, especially when you're a woman on dating apps okay. to weed out people even besides that. Right. So, like, I saw a stat recently. You don't want a funny, a funny fuck nigga. Exactly. Yeah, okay. exactly. Because like I, I like I saw a stat recently that like on dating apps, something like 60, 65, 70 percent of the participants on dating apps are men. Yeah, I saw 62 just this morning. Yeah. Yeah, so like it's really it's really a a, a buyer's market uh, for women, so to speak. So you probably have much more of a and we've and we've talked about this at length at some point. So you probably have a relative pick of the litter within like a certain range, you know, pl pl plus or minus your value, quote unquote value. Um, so I think that as a woman, like I think that it's fair to have criteria to weed people out outside of you know like stuff like that. Even though I I agree that that's important. And as far as those list goes, I think that this is a very reasonable list. Like, I, like I do think, like a lot of women say stuff. Not, and again, wait, let me let me backtrack. Not a lot of women. Some women do say stuff like, yeah. "I want them to be." Actually, like I want them a, to, a very a very small amount. I want them to be six foot eight and be like a D one basketball player, but a PhD and be a millionaire and have no debt and be like twenty one. Uh, I've literally heard women say shit like that and so not like, be insane because that nigga yeah. does exist, but he's fucking crazy. Yeah, like it's like so when I hear that list versus this one, I think that this list makes sense in any context. She's basically just like, I want you to be like a re a reasonable early twenties, early to late twenties male, yeah. like adult. No, you I want right. you to be, she's right. she she you're basically right. said I want you to be an adult. And right. and based on you're her right. age range, based on her like I think that this might be a little bit more unreasonable to me if this was like if she was eighteen. But like yeah. she's saying she's saying like, you know, like She's looking like for a early to late twenties. So, yeah. yeah, like a twenty-nine year old yeah, could one hundred percent have this very easily. So I don't think that this is this is this is I that. But right. yeah, but no, to be right. said, like I think I think that you hit the nail on the head when saying like people when they do these lists, oftentimes it's it's job interviewing. 
like they don't really think about like do they like this person does this person has a good heart does this person have a good soul that kind of stuff but i i would just push back and say like when when does that even matter like does this even matter if i'm just like swiping left to right on a dating app or or is that something that comes into play like after i've seen a few things you know from a from a a prelim checklist like a screener so to speak yeah and then i'm trying to you know and then from that group see but i also like the, the point that you were making before about it being a buyer's market and weeding people out i i think that's a backwards way of going about it mm-hmm. because i think that we 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 get choice overload and i think that women especially are in a position where they've got choice overload but also depending on what your views are more and more men are kind of falling outside of the criteria of what a lot of women are interested in, which is why we've got these articles coming out about lonely men and da, 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 because of rising sort of standards and what's expected. Similar things have kind of happened in Japan. So it's, what's the phrase? Um, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. And so I think you fall into that situation of being like, because there's a lot of men available, I need to be stricter because I'm going for 10% of men or whatever you're, you know, however yeah, much you yeah. want to weed down. You go, there's 100 men, cool, I got to get that list down to 10. But in doing that, you're making an assumption that, like, uh, the things that you want are sort of evenly distributed. And if you get the 10, mm-hmm. these guys, then you've got, but it's like, in doing that, you've got 10 guys that have a job, but you eliminated all the men that were interesting, potentially. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. going in and going, I got to get, I, I have to weed down as opposed to I have to meet a, a criteria, I think is a backwards way of going about it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go That's into fair. a grocery store and you go, That's there's fair. a bunch of produce. I got to get the best produce. You'll be there for hours. but and, and you might not get anything that's particularly better. Instead of going, I need a banana that is ripe. The first banana that's ripe, boom, I'm going to get that. I think that's, that's a much fair. better way to approach really anything because it's too many motherfuckers in life to be constantly searching, trying to find the cream of the crop when good enough is like, a beautiful thing and rare enough in itself to like don't look that gift horse in the mouth if you find good enough yeah and i and i do and i do want to stress that i think that ultimately that's what most people find like i don't think oh, there's yeah, anything exactly I that's don't, what you finna I get anyway yeah yeah i don't i don't think there's anything wrong for anybody literally anybody to have a, a stretch goal right so like okay like okay. like for example for example you know, young, young Alvin had like all kinds of like lofty things. I, I, I will say that growing up and I was telling people about this recently that like, mm. I do think I was much more measured. Like I knew that I would never be like a, a true like NFL starter or something. Okay. But I was like, I was like, man, shit, what if I could just play like half a season in, yeah. of like, like yeah. pra- practice, you know, practice squad. I could be practice it's squad. It's a lot so. of people like, who, you know, become like, like boat, you know, cruise singers and shit. Like it's. Yeah, I'd be like, you know, so like, so like I think having even a measured reach goal, I think there's something to that. But okay, have, have, a, have, a, have a reach goal, man. Like shoot, shoot for the fucking moon. Because like when you, when you hit most of it, I think that feels great. And I think that, I think most people are in the mindset that they really have like an ideal, but they understand that they're, that they don't necessarily need the ideal to be happy. Mm. Um, but I also think that you said something I think is super interesting is that when people create these ideals, and I think that I've been guilty of it, um, at various points in my life too, have you really taken stock on, is this something that you actually even want? Or do you think that it just makes sense in the context of socialization Mm -hmm. or societal pressures or X, Y, Z? Um, so I think that's really interesting, but I do think that people are, are very much like in line with the ethos of, I have this ideal, but even if I'm like here, I can, I can be happy. And I think, I think women, I think women exemplify that every day. Cause I disagree. You can, 
no, like, so, I, and I, I can give you, I can give you a great example. I can give you a great example, right? Mm. When you do surveys on what women want from an attractiveness standpoint, vast, vast majority of women will say they want a man that's six feet tall or great. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's like, that is like 10% of motherfuckers. Right. Depending the other 90%. Yeah, like, like, and 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 on, and when you say depending on the country, like that, it's a very small that percentage increases. of countries where, like, where, like, where, like, the average is like six feet or greater, and they're mostly Nordic countries. They're mostly yeah. like, like, if you look like Scandinavia, in Norway, like, niggas, niggas, are, every nigga, yeah, is six like, their 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 average is, is is close to six feet. It's like right under yeah. six feet. So, like, when yeah. you go to those countries, yeah, but like in general, overall, but I mean, obviously, you know, you go to like East Asia, and the average height is you know five eight or whatever. Yeah. But um. In general, in general, it's like 10, that's like 10 to 12% of men, right? Way more men than that 10 to 12% have reproductive success, have happy relationships, have, you know, women that find them attractive and love them. So I think that like, you know, like you can, you can, you can stack rank like all this stuff that like women say they want an idea. And like, there are lots of people who find happy, loving relationships where they're fulfilled that don't meet any of those like ideals if you do it in a survey perspective. The, the part that I'm would have to give pushback because I totally agree on that. I totally agree that like the, this exaggerated narrative about hypergamy that the red pill and incel community wants to sell that like women are just they never fuck regular men ever and they're not interested in men that are of average attract or any of that. I, I think it's false um, because th there's plentiful evidence to suggest that lots of average men are getting fucked. But mm -hmm. I think the thing that I would put, give pushback on is the happy part. I think that when you come in with your stretch and your stretch being your aim and your minimum being an afterthought, I think a lot of people end up in relationships where they they have an internal sense that they've settled and that that is bad. And it leads to a sense of resentment for themselves and their partner. And I think that's very common. So there's lots of people who are with someone who wasn't their their ideal and they treat them as such. Men and women are both guilty of this. You, you know, you thought that you wanted a model and you end up dating a girl who's not that and you treat her worse because of that. You wanted a six foot baller nigga and you're dating, you know, Tom from accounting and you treat him as such. And I think that's an issue. It's one thing I think. So so I think you should actually spend more time defining your minimum and thinking about the way that you can build happiness from that minimum and then thinking about the stretch, given the fact that that's the, the, the less likely option. And I think people go backwards the other the other way around. That's fair. So, Faith, I would yeah. say um, I agree with Alvin. Your standards are given. I'm assuming you're in a state or country where that's relatively likely because I would say maybe there's a little bit of context if you're in a uh, state where not a lot of people are going to university or lots of people have kids early or something like that. Um, but I think 23, 29, no kids, college background, have their business already is like that's pretty achievable. I would just say you know, don't necessarily block your blessings because it's a lot of bum ass niggas who are 25 not doing shit who end up doing something interesting. But also, and this would be my, my biggest point is, um, it's fine to have your preference. Just don't shit on people who don't meet that. Um, so it's fine to say this is what I'm looking for. It's another thing to um, look down on yeah. people who don't have that. And there was a line that, that had that sentiment to it, which was um, when you said, you asked, why are you trying to date when you don't have your life together? And then you immediately sort of answered your own question by saying, even though I, my life is not together. And so it's fine to have your criteria, but I don't think that you should ever, um, that you should ever really suggest that people who 
don't have their shit together don't deserve love and intimacy. It's fine if they're not for you, yeah. but I, I would, I'm, I'm very against saying like poor people shouldn't date. And I feel like a lot of that kind of rhetoric tends to be like, I don't think poor people should even attempt to find love. And it's like, I can't. Yeah, and it's that. like, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to be too much because I do realize that like my circle, you know, Eddie included, we're, we're very, we're very rare. So I don't want to like put this out there as like the rule when I know it's the exception, but like, when I was fucking 23, I was broke as shit. Like I was making fucking like 12, like 1250 an hour. Like I was in, I was in grad school. Yeah. Like I, like I didn't, but I didn't have grad a lot. Is different than broken, not in grad school. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree. But like, I like, but also like I wasn't, I was in grad school for public health. So it wasn't like I was going to leave grad school and automatically make like a shit ton of money. You know what I mean? It was like my, out, my outlook for pay post grad school though. was like fucking like, 38k or some shit like most like local like epidemiologist ones make like thir- at that time at least it's probably yeah but i mean more now, to but be fair like 40K. her criteria if you if you look through it again it's like car no kids college background have their own business established roommates and a stable form of income she didn't say anything about amount of income or prestige of job no, no, or any of that no shit. I, I wasn't i wasn't talking specifically about her i was just saying more okay. more to to the audience it was like you know like when i was 23 or like i i, I you know like my homeboy, who's a neurosurgeon, we were twenty three. We didn't have shit, and now he's a fucking oh, neurosurgeon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bro, you know I was what I mean? like homeless like, at twenty five, dog. Like I, that's you know, what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah. so it's like people can people can rebound. I think that like, I think that it's good to have like your baseline criteria because like it's a it's a it's a lot of funny niggas out here, man, that don't have shit. It's a lot of nice niggas that don't have shit. But like, you know what? And maybe 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 I'll maybe judge some stuff on a case by case basis. Sometimes yeah. you know, maybe have like maybe have like an ad hoc like exclusion to your list. Like a, like a, you know, like, a, you know, maybe I really like them. I'll, I'll, you know. Yeah. See, maybe, maybe I should be shooting a little bit of bail, old girl, like to, to women's criteria there, because I'm like, there's a difference between, there's a difference. Okay. So when I was 25 and homeless, I don't think anybody was fucking me for my potential. There was no, there was no sense that that was there. They were fucking me for who I was in that moment. And I appreciated that. And I, and I think yeah. I led with that. It's like, this is a interesting bum ass nigga cool i'm trying to fuck i think i, th- I also so think I that think you're you... i also think that you're you're underselling yourself like I'm you can, you can ha- okay no what i'm saying like you can you can have I, I i fucking knew you at 25 so like you could have mm-hmm. one conversation with this guy and be like this guy has this guy has fucking potential at 25 homeless or not um yeah, i'm not okay, saying maybe, i'm sure. not saying that they should have been fucking you for potential when yeah. you were fucking but homeless. you think they but you think they might have been yeah i think i think i think that that may have crossed their mind Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a fair point. Because because you're you're yeah. you're you're a very intelligent guy. Like and it, and it's not and it's not like it's not something that like is 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 hard to figure out either. Like you could figure that yeah, out in like a very like small conversation. And and that's what I was saying. And now now that we on the, the trying to get like you uh, section of the podcast, I, I was gonna say the same thing for you. Like being broke while in grad school for like a low earning but professional career is like already you're kind of in like top 30 percent of niggas you know what i'm saying like most motherfuckers ain't doing it just the fact that you're in university at all let alone postgraduate let alone have a career that is lined up for that even if it's relatively low earning it's like that's like being a teacher it's not a doctor or a lawyer it's not a you know a high-end businessman but it's like you're in the top 30 percent of 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 niggas that's like medium you know so i think a lot of people are gonna go like oh Fair fuck enough. this stable got it together educated da, da, da. like that's pres- that's that's like hood prestigious uh, essentially you know but yeah okay fair but what i was gonna say is i think maybe it uh, you know a, a, a nigga who's a bum because also even a nigga who's a bum who's smart 
because it's a lot of it's a lot of smart ass niggas that are fucking never gonna be shit. It's a it's a lot of bum ass niggas who was the smartest motherfucker on the corner, and they never gonna do shit because they've got. Cause yes, they're, they're smart, and then there's ability to like not be a fuck up, and it's a lot of smart yeah. ass fuck ups who yeah. their their insecurities, their impulsiveness, their self entitlement, especially because you can be a smart motherfucker, and that can inflate your ego to where you feel entitled, and so you're not willing to work, or you won't, you know, it's like maybe you're a, a top, you're the top fifty percent of niggas, you know, but you were you grew up in a environment where everybody around you was dumber. So you're like, I'm a fucking genius. But you walk mm -hmm. into every interview thinking you goddamn goodwill hunting and shit. And so you can't get nowhere because you think you're amazing, but you're really just, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty all right. Yeah. Um, so I think you can you can invest in a nigga that's like that at 25 and be like, oh, he's going to. Oh, yeah, he's going to be the next Mark Zuckerberg. But it's like, no, baby, he's he's a fucking mess. But what I was getting at is just I think maybe you say investing in a 25 year old person who doesn't have their life together with the hope that that will change in the future. I don't think that that's necessarily a good plan. If it's what a dangerous you want game. Is a it's a, it's a dangerous game to be sure. Long-term partner. I think if you, if you go, I'm willing to date a bum ass nigga indefinitely as he is and the various iterations of what he is likely to be. That's the other thing. Cause what I was going to say to old girl is just like, don't block your blessings. Like you might meet a dude who, you know, is a stepdad or is a bit of a bum or whatever and you can build you would be surprised how joyful of a life you can build with that um i think a lot of folks have gendered ideas around what a relationship should look like and things like that so they don't want to be a breadwinner as a woman but you you can have a fantastical life that looks nothing like the traditional so you know and i think be open i think i think that's ultimately what i was trying to get at I think, you know, and I was trying to give specific examples to kind of like drive that home. But like, I think we're mm. getting at the same thing where it's like, don't block blessing because it, it, you know, he may not hit, you know, a couple boxes on your baseline criteria mm. is ultimately what I was trying to get. And I was trying to illustrate that. Um, but I agree with you. By, by giving a, a picture of the, you know, like the ingredients that make up two baller ass niggas like ourselves. Yeah, no, I understand where you're coming from on that for sure. So, yeah, that's our advice. That's all, all that long shit is what we think, you know. Do you don't shit on nobody else and um, you, your your criteria are very reasonable and very achievable, um, especially given, you know, where you where you're standing at. Uh, all right. On to the next. So you've seen this video that's like circulating of that old, old girl, the white woman who killed her black boyfriend who had had some coon ass tweets. And everybody was like, well, you know, that's what you get. Fuck this nigga. Da, 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 da. Now we now we've got video of. Courtney Clenny, aka Courtney Taylor, in an elevator, beating the shit out of her boyfriend in this elevator, uh, Christian Ombuselli, who she later killed, and who then we subsequently found out about his like anti-black woman tweets, and everybody was just like, yeah, we we not, you know, <laughs> enjoy your white woman. That's what you get. So, what do we think? I don't ha like this. This changed nothing about my context of the story. <laughs> like I, I still feel yeah. I still feel exactly the same about the entire situation. Like, like I'm not. I don't think it. I don't think it's healthy for anybody to just be like, yeah, I'm glad he's dead. Like fuck that nigga. But like, I, I definitely don't think that people need to be like, you, you don't, you don't have, you don't have to be upset that he's dead either. Like, I, like especially black yeah. women. Like, like black women, you don't have to be upset that like a guy that was clearly anti-black like die but i'm not saying that we need to be like dancing on his fucking grave either 
Like that was my context when we discussed this, like in the, in, you know, in the initial stages I don't feel of like the case. He gave a lot of the "Don't Dance" on his his grave. That that seems like an addition, though. That episode was a while I, ago, but that seems like an addition. Like like no, that was that was one hundred percent my take home. I was like, okay. you know, like yeah, like you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to march in the streets because a white woman killed him, but you also don't have to like, you know, feel you know extremely remorseful, you know, and. Or, or um, excuse me, not extremely remorseful, extremely resentful, and like say, like um, you know, I'm happy he's dead because I saw a lot of mm-hmm. that shit. Like he got, he got, he, he got what he deserved. I don't think you need to take it to that extreme, but you 100% don't need to be like super sad and like upset and like marching in the streets for a guy that was clearly against you. See, I think I want to emphasize that that second part because I, because I, I, yeah, I, I would agree that I don't think that that this headline because I don't know you I, I, maybe I'll put up the video if I can without it triggering something, but she's basically punching, hitting, scratching, pulling him by the hair, spitting on him, uh, pretty much as violent as a person can be in a domestic violence situation, given the the size discrepancy, but it can't really be described as anything other than aggressive, predatory, abusive, physical behavior um, towards towards an intimate partner, and it's pretty unambiguous, um, because he's trying to get away from her her during the the majority of of the interaction. Um, It would be difficult to contextualize that. I mean, there's all you know things can always not be what they appear but given the, the available there's no audio good, you know like that kind of stuff there's but. no audio like you don't you know he might have you you can always make up a story to make but given the evidence it's very i think i'd say very unlikely so i i think that it, this doesn't change a ton of what i said but i think it really emphasizes the point that i made before which is what you just said which is that it's one thing to go we not gonna we not gonna make this man a martyr we're not gonna march behind him that's fine but to say that's what you get to me I think now I'll maybe strengthen my stance. I think that's utter, completely unacceptable, actually, because I think that the initial framing of this, when I first saw the story, there's a lot of there's a lot of elements that are mixed into this, because what we're talking about is uh, an anti-black coon-ass man who was dating a white woman because he had a white woman fetish, um, and and had a, a disdain for for black women. So that's one layer of this. We're also talking about a domestic violence situation where. Plain on paper, one partner was physically violently abusive towards their partner and ultimately killed their partner. Has happened a million times. We've seen a million stories like that. And and so we're running into a situation where that the victim of that was not a perfect victim. And so we want to throw away the legitimacy of the fact that they were beaten, abused, and then murdered. But then we also have the other layer of like, but it was a girl and a boy, but the um, a man was the victim. Um, so, so, so when you think when you mix all of those things together, um, it does get messy. So I understand how it's it can be difficult to parse those things out and be like, ah, I don't really want to rally behind a coon. But I think when we get in situations where we start saying that a white woman, fem- a, fe- a white and female abuser who murdered her intimate partner is now not guilty because of those things. I think that's a very dangerous thing, given the fact that all victims in general aren't fucking believed. There's usually an escalation of this kind where somebody's getting beaten for a while and then gets, you know, hurt really badly or killed. Happens all the time. And then you add on the fact that, like, even fewer people take it seriously when that victim is a male. <sighs> you know, the yeah. fact that he was a coon, I understand, yeah. contextualize it differently. But once we start saying, yeah, it's okay to murder your intimate partner if they're <sighs> that that's completely unacceptable to me. Yeah. And I, and I agree with you, and I want to be and I want to be very clear on my line um, with that. So, when I say I think that it's okay for black women to not, you know, like feel especially like 
a, a sense of martyrdom in in regards to his situation. I still I still believe that. I don't think that she's innocent. I agree with that. Like I like I, I think, agree with I think that. that I, agree with that, yeah. I think that there's a big difference between saying that she's innocent versus let's take to the streets and march for him like we did for Breonna Taylor. Like yes. I think those I, I think those are two agree. completely different things. Um, I think so they can I'm be saying, a bit difficult to parse, but I do agree that they are different. Yeah. And I do and I do think that there's room for nuance in these situations, and I do think that that nuance is difficult to tease out. I also feel like that black women in particular, like me and me and you, uh, let's have that conversation. I, I do think that like I'm fine with any black woman that wants to completely eliminate um, herself from even teasing through that nuance in this particular situation. Like it doesn't it doesn't have to always be on them to like address these situations. The onus isn't always on them to like parse through like these difficult situations mm-hmm. and on and 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 on like who makes who makes somebody a martyr, like whether they deserve it and all that kind of stuff. So I do think that she's guilty. But I'm fine with black women saying like, "Hey, the motherfucker didn't like black women. I'm sending this one out. Niggas, y'all do what y'all got to do." I'm I'm fine I, with look, that. I'm not I'm not doing anything. Either, so I can't even. But like, yeah. I guess there's a difference between if you want to sit something out. I think that's very different than actively because if you're if you're gonna come into the conversation saying, "Free my girl. She ain't do nothing. That's what he got." Um, yeah. da, 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 then I think you do Which have an obligation and, at and, that and, point. And, oh, yeah, and I want you to be, yeah, was, yeah. I want the listeners to be aware of that. That 100% happened. So, like, that that point isn't lost on, I don't think it's lost on either of us. So, and I think you're correct in saying that it's a very clear line between sitting it out and saying, like, actively saying he got what he deserved. Yeah, if you want to sit it out, that's cool. But, like, if you once you start saying he got what he deserved, you're now, you're you're contributing to an issue that's bigger than him, which is people not believing or taking seriously victims of domestic abuse of all genders but also specifically in a different way men now now now, because christian is dead now you're contributing to an an additional problem of like because that was something that i that i that i peeped when the story initially broke before the tweets where i was like okay girl stas got a death you kind of look at that and like my first you know i I think it's not complete i don't think it's, it's sexist or misandrist to say there's a good likelihood statistically that this was in self-defense. I, th- I don't. I think that stats would suggest that that's a fair first assumption to make. And so it's like, okay, cool. Was this was this an escalation? Was this a back and forth? Was this a, he was a, he was trying to hurt her while they were in a fight and she stabbed him? Was this a, she was angry and she stabbed him twenty times because he had you know he had cheated on her or he had uh, looked at a girl or something something something. But we didn't even get a chance to parse that out and figure out what kind of situation this is. And so now later on, we're getting this evidence to suggest that, like, maybe this wasn't self-defense at all. And it wasn't even close to self-defense. This was just an abuser escalating their abuse um, to murder. And we didn't even get to have that conversation because, you know, unfortunately, old boy decided that, you know, coon, it was coon life for him. So, yeah, if you want to sit it out, sit it out. But don't 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 make it harder for for people who <laughs> about to get murdered by their their um, partner to be able to uh, f- find validation in the culture. I don't think that's, I ain't with that. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, look, I ain't marching I don't, I don't either, but you know, if she go to jail, yeah. I, I'm, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I think she I'll, should I'll go to jail. Thumbs up on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, think oh, she I mean, look, again, I'm like, I'm only still, cause even with the Amber Heard shit, like, I'm like, ah, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's, you can, and maybe I'm playing like white, like white devil's advocate here, but I really feel like in these situations, like it, <laughs> That elevator thing could be contextualizing some of it. I'm like, but it's not looking good. It's I not mean, looking and again, good. Like, she was, I mean, it was really, vi- like, it was upsettingly violent. The, like, she was, like, and spitting I came on him, out, scratching him, punching him, like, pulling out his hair, like. I think I gave the most measured take when we discussed Amber Heard. And I, and I, and I think that, like, 
But that's I my get point. that. Yeah, yeah. So I so I get that um, 100%. And I also think that it's, you know, um, now the social media sphere pendulum has kind of swung back in the in the camp of Amber Heard now that like the, um, the selectively picked yeah. out um, clips Memes of Johnny Depp are not yeah. dominating like yes. like news feeds. I'm starting um, to see shit on my TikTok that's like, you know, pointing out anti-Johnny shit. I yeah. think it's too little too late, but yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree, but um, but to your to your overall point, yeah, I think that things are not always what they 100% appear based on what we see from RTOs. Like that can be curated, that can be that can be edited, that can be shown um, in in a context that doesn't reveal what actually happened. So always something yeah. to, to keep in mind. So I'm just I'm all I'll say is I'm I'm wishing Courtney a, a fair trial. That's all I'll say, and I think that's you know that's all they can be wished for. I'm not marching in the streets, but Hope she gets a fair trial um, and that, you know, the truth comes out, whatever it may be. Um, but given evidence is probably, you know. Um, all right. You want to do a little a little Reddit uh, thing real quick? Sure. All right. Let's see. Title found out my friends introducing me to my girlfriend as a joke. They've all slept with her before. I'm incredibly shocked and I don't know what to, what to do. I, 22, have been dating my girlfriend, 22, for four years now. And it's been the greatest four years of my life. So that means they would have met when they were. 18? Is that what that is? Yeah. They would have been um, in high school because he said the story. They would have been in high the school. story okay. that they that his other friends oh. left for left for college. Yeah. Okay. That 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 contextualizes things even more for me. So she's the sweetest person I've ever met. She's hilarious, insanely creative. She's an artist, um, goofy, and just the happiest girl you've ever met. She's always smiling and very very outgoing. She's so energized, and I'll admit it's sometimes hard to catch up with her with all of her adventures. But wow, it's been so amazing being with her. My friends introduced me to her when we all graduated from from high school, and we immediately bonded. We're both in the comics, anime, Marvel, DC, Dungeons and Dragons. We just became super close very quickly. Plan to propose to my girlfriend later this year, as we always joke about getting married, having a weird geeky wedding, and starting a family. Now this is where my friends come in. I have three close friends of mine, friends I grow, grew up with. He says that he he tells them that he's going to marry her. They were really going at it with. Me. Me, like quite roughly I just figured that they hated the idea of marriage so I ignored their comments that's when they told me the truth and holy crap the proof that they had made it even worse which he doesn't get into specifics here but I'm assuming like they're talking about like pictures and video and shit which that's I don't know what the fuck yeah anyway they all said they they met my girlfriend eight years ago was that 14 22 minus 8 14 yeah. yeah so yeah. high school freshman so anyway they thought that she was hot and cool so they still continued hanging out with my girlfriend playing video games anime and of course bedroom activities they told me they'll pass her around the group for fun and that's practically why they were friends with her they kept using the word slut which crawled into my skin in such a negative way they pretty much uh that they kept my girlfriend around for intercourse all of three of my close friends have slept with her plenty of times but basically they ended up introducing him the girl to him specifically um hoping that he get laid so he says i approached my girlfriend about this and i instantly regret it she broke down immediately which i'll admit kind of teared me up I've never seen her panic so much. She was freaking out as if someone had died. She kept apologizing, telling me that she's never slept with anyone else while with me, saying that she didn't know about the jokes my friends were doing. She told me my friends simply invited her to hang out, and during that hangout, they introduced her to me. That's how it all went, and she wasn't aware of any plan or anything like that. So she's asked him, you probably think I'm a slut, right? Which just hurt me to hear. She told me that she loved me, that to please just ignore my friends and to not break up with her. I just told her that I loved her as well and that what I know doesn't change my feelings towards her. She still thinks I'm going to break up with her, which I won't ever do. Um, I just kept her in my arms. That's all I could do. I didn't want her panicking, so I just comforted her. I've been with this incredible girl for four years, creating beautiful memories with her, and I'm not going to let what my friends have said to me ruin that with me. Part of it he can't shake, but, you know, 
He's just trying to figure it out. I don't think he should give a shit. I do. I do understand that. Like, so, so I wanna, I wanna fully contextualize this, right? And I'm making a lot of assumptions here. Okay, so please indulge me here. Okay. You watch Sherlock? Uh, which one? Oh, uh, Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, you know the episode, the the one based on Hound of the Baskervilles. Um, you have to remind me. So, you know, they, it, it's like this military testing and it's like Project Hound and it was basically like a hallucinogen yes. that was making people see shit. So the okay, guy that yeah, initially kick-started kick that, he kept saying that it was a hound. Mm. Like he never used the term dog. He never used the term beast. He never said wild yes. animal. He never said – he said he said hound. So, yes. like, this one, he keeps saying slut. Okay. I don't know how urban, you know, niggas is and all that kind of shit, but like, but like, motherfuckers is not cool. cool Motherfuckers (laughs) are not walking around saying slut. So I feel like this is, I feel like this is a guy and a team, you know, and when I say team, I mean friend group that like probably may be a little bit countercultural, maybe a little bit friend, you know, maybe a little bit outside of the, of the in crowd kind of situation. So I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Effectively. White dork specifically or maybe not. You know, maybe okay. maybe like maybe like I'm black and I went to an all white school dork. Um kind of okay. kind of situation. But like Okay, but white white adjacent. Yeah. So like this shit this shit just seems like they're also dealing with with shit about being like not in the in crowd. So like they're they're in a context that's kinda like they're weird in and of themselves, so they're probably dealing mm. with stuff that makes it difficult to like deal with this stuff in a way that like I feel makes perfect sense to me because they care so much about like what it looks like. So like for me at 22, I would have been like, well, well fuck you then nigga. Like I like her, like that's cool. Y'all can get with the program. Y'all cannot get with the program. But for like somebody who's like been looked at as a dork and a nerd and been kind of ostracized with that kind of thing, I feel like they may look at it a little bit different because they're so conscious of like what other people think. So I, I, I do want to say that while I'm clearly going to say that, he should not give a fuck. He should, you know, if he loves her, if she didn't cheat on him while they were together, kind of like work your way to move through it. I do understand the context of somebody who doesn't have the social cachet built up to kind of make that decision in the face of your so-called friends kind of applying pressure to you. Yeah. Um, I definitely, huh. I think that's one of those things where with men, dorky cool attractive unattractive have slept with women haven't slept with women that is it's kind of the same for slightly different reasons but as you go down the the track it kind of stays constant so i gotta i gotta i gotta disagree with that these could be very popular whatever people and the the language of slut don't marry her she's a da 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 da. that's very common i think i think maybe the, the fact that he mentions the fact that he's an anime nerd early on maybe you know colors the kind of person that he is but i don't i i've 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 dealt uh, with many a nigga of all walks of life, and the, the that particular stream of slut shaming rhetoric is very common. You might use different words, but it's very common to talk about. You know, you don't talk, you don't mess with the you know the community girl. You don't mess with the with the hoe. You can't make a hoe into a house. All of that rhetoric is very re- common the, among every type of man. The pushback that I'll say is that when you look at yeah. the niggas who like other niggas look up to in the community, the rappers, the basketball players, that kind of situation, a lot of times mm-hmm. they pass around the same women. And while they're passing around the same women, sometimes they marry them. So, like, I, I, I do think that there's a certain stature where, like, that's it doesn't matter anymore. not lack of thinking that. That's just a, that, you know what I'm oh, saying? No, like, no, I'm, no, I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's not thinking it. I'm saying that, like, even if they think it, they can, like. They still do they it. Can, they can still do it 
and not lose social capital because they're not concerned with losing social capital because of who they are. I'm saying that this individual may be concerned mm. with, losing with losing whatever social, social capital that he got. That's interesting. That's interesting. I may, maybe I can't speak to that because I don't know. I'm not in the that – is, that is very interesting, though. Maybe. 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 Yeah. I can see that. But, yeah, okay. I see, I see what you're saying. I don't know. There's something so – insidious about that i mean i think the obvious advice is like them, them ain't your friends because even even if Agreed, those things yeah. were true them, them the fact friends. that they're you know the fact that they tried to introduce and didn't uh, they're not your friends they're they, not your yeah friends. they're not they're not <sighs> and to your point like from from even even just from like the initial the initial like situation they're not they don't seem like up and up motherfuckers they don't seem like guys that like i'd like respect and like be cool with yeah, as an adult because they kept it. A, that's that's the thing is that they they like continuously kept it a secret, and didn't tell him, which made it seem like a bit of a a joke that they were pawning this woman off. And I'm I'm, I'm trying. I'm like again. I'm trying to like maybe see where they were coming from in this. That they were like trying to sort of do matchmaking, and I don't know if that's entirely unethical to be like, oh, this this person is somebody who likes sex. They might like having sex with you. You all, you know what I mean? Does it does that seem inherently fucked up? I don't necessarily think so, but then to disparage that person for doing so and make him make them both the butt of the joke for it is is very yeah like, that's where it's and, and to continue to keep it secret for four years is very eh. i think i think that's i think that's what my my issue with it is so like i don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with saying like a you know like my boy wants to have sex like you're you're in uh, you know a woman that's on the market like maybe you two should talk and see where that goes I don't think there's anything I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but I think that the fact that to your point, it seems like they made both of them the butt of a joke is it's kind of weird. Like it's like mm. like I would I would very much be in a point at a point where like they I would not be talking to them. Like I'd be like, yeah, we're done. I'd be like, we're not. We're oh, not yeah, cool. I, I like, think that's that's the only clear solution is is like just get rid of get rid of these guys. I mean, you've you've obviously built a much stronger relationship with them, and it was like high school shit as well that they're talking about, which I, I, I didn't realize that initially. But like that high school shit is like people are fucking explore because I saw somebody somebody their comment was that this woman was betrayed because she had sex with people that she thought were her friends. And that sentence at first kind of, I was like, I didn't know, I was like, sex with people who she thought were her friends. I, something about that just was like strange to me because I was like, you don't have sex with your friends. But then I was like, oh, but you kind of do, you know, like people that you're having mm -hmm. sex with are people that you feel close to. So it's like, I'm kind of thinking from her perspective, it's like, oh, I met this group of cool guys and like I found some of them attractive. They found me attractive and we hung out and, and sex would be included within that. Um, and we kind of, we put this moral judgment on that, but I'm like, I've met lots of friend groups who are like that, but they're they're much more conscientious and accepting and queer and kinky and all that kind of shit. So it's like it's much more explicitly talked about than like, yeah, we, you know, yeah. we enjoy one another's bodies. Um, whereas I think when it's in a high school, not exposed, not, you know, well-educated environment, it's like one person could be like, oh, well, yeah, I have sex with my friends. Like that's we enjoy it. It feels nice. Like, why wouldn't we do that? Um, yeah. But but the guys are looking at it from a lens of like, yeah, we use her. Yeah, like she's not a, she's not a person. She's like, we just like fuck her and stuff. But she doesn't know um, kind of a thing as opposed to like, yeah, no, we're all friends. And like we have sex and that's, you know, cool. Um, so I think that's I could I could see the betrayal there. Um, but I also wonder to what extent did she understand what was going on? You know what I mean? Because she was maintaining these friendships. So I just wonder what her how she thought they viewed her. 
and why those relationships were maintained? I think I think it's a fair question from a curiosity perspective, but I also don't want to. It makes no difference, though. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You hit the nail right on the head with that one. Like, I think it's a good curiosity question, but like at the end of the day, does it fucking matter? You know? Because I'm not gonna okay, lie. I'm like, gonna, I, like gonna... I would be curious to know. I would be curious to know. So I don't think you know. I don't think anything of the question because like gonna, I, I would also like to know. But and say know. maybe it's it's. Yeah, so so I'm happy to explore it like from a curiosity perspective, but I think all, also mm-hmm. I think that there's there's a lot of information in here where you could tell that this is fucking with old boy. Like he hates his friends and he loves his girl and those feelings are there. But there's uh, there's a sense of like ah, I wish this like, he he doesn't not care. He yeah. doesn't I can tell he doesn't not care. Um and I think a lot but of people why feel does, that why way. does he care? Why does he and care? I, I think that part of that is like, well, one one is like just being beholden to toxic masculinity, uh, like misogynistic shit, and, yeah. and and the approval of other men. Like if yeah. if these men think that's that they the did heart of what bad, I'm trying to get. No, I agree. that's the heart of what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Would you say it could but, be put like if these if if other men think that their consensual interaction with this woman was degrading and disgusting, then I agree, and so that means that something degrading and disgusting happened to my partner. And she is because of that not worthy of being a partner. So I think that's that's probably the, at the core of mo- most of that. You know, like guys not wanting run through slut shamey shit is something mm-hmm. like that. I'm embarrassed because you think you did something bad to my girlfriend, and that embarrasses me. And I agree with you because if though if the if the three guys all slept with her, but they didn't think anything negative of it, I think the whole conversation would, would go a lot different. If it was like, oh yeah, we know we've all slept together, but like you know. Um, it's really amazing that you guys have really like bonded on a much deeper level than that as well. Um, Cause you know, we were friends and we had sex, but like you guys are like fucking soulmates, you know, if they were like that, I don't, I don't think, I think his feelings around this situation would be completely fucking different, but because, because all of the men have agreed her, a slur. Because they keep calling shit. her a fucking 1995 slur that like nobody in the fucking streets uses anymore. You Motherfuckers know? say slut, bro. Come on. Nobody, nobody, I like, not that much. Like, I mean, the hoe is probably like, more common, but, Whole, whore, ran, ran through. through. Whore? Who's saying whore? You know, that's fucking the harlot. that's the conservative that's the conservative over forty set man. You you're gotta fucking get whore. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah, fair. But I think we weren't even saying maybe, that shit in high school. Like it was like it was it was slut? other like it, yeah we slut were not was just saying white though. But slut was because slut was white. But I think people say it. Maybe I watched really? too much TV. I don't know. I think so. I I don't. Now you making me question. I don't even know. Is is is? is I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know either. Like I'm not, not. Like I'm not even like out of fashion. <laughs> I I haven't heard that shit. Like when when I watched those initial videos, which I thought were, you know, like hilarious because of the Minecraft background or what the fuck ever. Like yeah, that was the thing that kept striking me. Like it it, it was like fucking slapping me in the face. How many times like the word slut came up, and I don't yeah, remember okay. the last time I saw that. Yeah, I, I I guess for for me I just like nah I've I've, I've definitely I've definitely heard it nah not one hundred percent I've moved in circles where that w- language was being used I think but those, I, these I were white people though I will one hundred percent defer I will one hundred percent defer yeah and even if it wasn't necessarily though that word that rhetoric of being like of, of a girl who had slept with lots lots of people in a friend circle and like the shame around that and the confusion around like, but I thought that we like liked each other. Like I thought yeah. that we were friends and that's why we were having sex and all of that, this confusion and uh, feelings of hurt and all of this kind of stuff. Um, but I think, I think one thing that I would give pushback on is 
Yeah, I think one element is feeling shame because other people have decided that this thing is bad and deferring to men on that. These men think that my girl have friend having sex is bad, so I feel that because I know they're laughing at me and that's embarrassing and I can't fucking shake that feeling that somehow that consensual sex between people was bad. Can't shake it. It's difficult. Um, I think a lot of men have that. I think that's something to be questioned, um, but at least maybe... Uh, explicitly pointed out the other element i think is the feeling of is the the uncertainty that this person actually wants you and i think that's a a a part of it the the sense that like did she actually want to date all of these guys and just none of them wanted to date her and you were just the one who was willing to date her i think that i think that's a closer to a legitimate concern and i think that's where her mindset coming into it is is potentially of uh of importance it doesn't. It doesn't erase the fact that these friends need to be eliminated from your life. But I think that's. I think that's something to question. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. And I. And I definitely think that, like, especially like a younger me, probably would have been thinking thinking that on some level too. So like, I don't, uh, you know, bash the young man for dealing with with young man problems. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. No, we, we, we've we've yeah. all we've all been there. We've all been there. I think I think I think questioning being like, oh, do you, does she actually even want me? I think that's a I think that's a fair that's a much fairer yeah. question than the just giving into toxic misogynistic bullshit that other uh, yeah. moronic boys happen to think. I think that you kind of just got to deal with on your own, um, or together or whatever. But you you just got to deal with that. But the other mm-hmm. one of being like, ah, oh, do you actually want me though? Or did you want any, or was I just the first person who like, you know, like, liked you back or something like that? And I could feel like that could make you feel less special as a partner. And I think that's a, that's a yeah. legitimate. And I think, and I think, yeah. And like, we, age, we've talked about that. It's a young, a young guy thing. I, I think that's a. I think, I think on some level it's a young guy thing because like, so? because like, it, 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 like, for example, the stage I'm at right now, like I'm, I'm fine with, mm. I'm fine with us finding each other. However, we found each other. Okay. Like if, See, if, I, yeah. And like I do, and I'm and I'm saying that with the caveat that like I'm not saying that it's wrong to like question how special you are in somebody's eyes because I think that that's like that's very human and like it's something that's like completely justified. And I once was and, a human. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean I never was, but I'm just saying yeah. like. But um, niggas are some niggas are. I understand. Yeah, some some niggas are human. So like I think that that's that's it's nothing wrong with wrong is. I'll, I'll leave it at it's human. So like it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it makes sense in the context of what humans are, but like, I'm also of the mindset that like, I kind of don't care. Like we, we found each other. We are what we are right now. Like if we don't, if I we didn't want this to be what it was, what what yeah, it is right now, then we could both leave. So, right. And which is I'm what kinda, we would do anyway. Yeah. So like, exactly. So like, I'm kind of fine with that, but like at the same time, like it makes perfect sense for bro to have those like. Yeah, Those, I think like, that's thoughts. Alvin. I think that's Alvin shit, not people shit. Because I, I, I don't think, think that's a thing. That, yeah, I think I think I think it's I think it's very much like a level of security that like people get as they get older and as they reach a certain a certain level. Just being honest, I don't think yeah, I don't okay. I, like like for example, just like the conversations that I have with with my friends now that like everybody's like thirty or or a little bit older, like is a lot different than like how we would have had this conversation when, when you know like the friend circle was, was 22. So I think mm-hmm. that like right now we're all very much in line with, yeah, like, like, like shit doesn't work out. Like I can find another one. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, like, I, and I think that that takes a, I think that takes a while to get to, but I don't think that's uncommon at all, especially for people like, um, with, with, with a little bit of something going on for themselves. I don't think that's uncommon at all. Yeah. Not uncommon. And I think you do, you do absolutely gain, you know, 
perspective and a little bit of like like it's fine like not even necessarily security but just being like yeah no i'm not that great and i'm okay with that as opposed to being panicked yeah. about that um and i think that's that's real shit but i think to go like especially if, it, if it's in proximity i think if you're i think if you're a 35 year old woman and you're a 35 year old man's best friend is also his ex-wife I think that it's very normal to be like, does he actually just want to be with her? I think that's not an uncommon feeling. I think that's a very normal and not childish. Yeah, very, 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 very normal, very normal. Like, and I and I don't want to take that away from it, but my whole thing is like, it's also something to be said about like, like if a niggas wait real close my, to his baby mama. I think that's a very normal thing to be super insecure about. I I, I agree, but like, it's all you also get to a point where it's like, yeah, fuck it. My man, my man had my man has money, like his baby mama or his best friend that's his ex wife is single. Like, what's stopping them? It's a lot of things. You, you, we know shit's way more complicated than that. It, I think no, but, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, say, I'm not, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that that, I'm not saying that that line of questioning leads you to a simple answer. I'm saying that it starts get, it starts getting down to the whys of it, right? And like the whys yeah. of it could be the whys of it could be like, oh. It ultimately could get to the fact that like I fit with him better, like he loves me, like we have a life built together. Like it could be like that line of questioning could lead you to like a sense of security in the face of something that could be insecure. So I'm not saying think, that it yeah. I'm not saying that it gets you simple yeah. answers. I'm just saying it sometimes gets you sometimes but gets I, you answers. I think it could go yeah. the other direction. It could it, it could, could, it, could. it could because it could go the broccoli and fries way. Like, oh, yeah. the reason they're not together is because she is really chaotic and and tumultuous and i'm practical and safe and easy and not particularly difficult um and he's and maybe i'm less likely to leave him or some shit like that which means none of those are comforting answers and are very likely they're not comforting yeah but to the broccoli and fries answer like that's that's what i want that's better for me like like for 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 me that is the you don't mind being the practical (laughs) choice yeah like and like and like for me like my my fries my fries is the practical choice you know what you mean like when we had so like when we had the broccoli and the fries conversation my whole thing was like my my fries is everything my fries are loaded (laughs) which i i've I've, i think i've got lost in the metaphor the the whole concept of the broccoli and fries thing is that somehow like the fries are better because they're exciting and they're doing all this kind of things and like they're spontaneous and like blah 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 blah, all that kind of bullshit my whole thing is saying that like i deem the fries as what i want the fries is like what I desire and what I crave. Right. So yes. what I desire and what I crave is is by and large a practical, holistic person. So like you right. have some elements of spontaneity and all that stuff, but like if you're one hundred percent like, you know, a fly by the seat of your pants, like never any plan, like completely that's not fucking like fries, I, that's like fry grease essentially to you. Exactly. Like it, it's exactly. nothing but the bad. It, there's nothing even delicious or appealing about exactly. your your sludge at the bottom of of the, the fry machine. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I could see that, but I think most my fries like are that. what I want, and like I do think yes. that like the fries can be different for everybody. Like some people really fuck with that like spontaneous shit, you know? Sure. Yeah. Like, that's what they see, need. I, don't, I, you know? I think I think most people have a have a much more complicated and conflicting sense of because I think you're a very well True. integrated person. Um, in in some ways, like, like you said, you said you've had some vices and things like that, but you seem like a very well integrated person that you've figured out a way to make 
all of the parts of yourself into one singular sort of thing that's relatively consistent. I think almost no one is like that. Um, people want to be have six-pack abs, and they want to eat 3,000 calories a day. They want somebody who is spontaneous but also secure. They want somebody who's hot but also f- not f- too friendly. Uh, people have a bunch of shit that, like, almost all of it is, like, lizard brain, mammalian brain, cortex in constant conflict with, with one another. Um, and I think that's what the broccoli and fries thing is that, I think that people want to be craved, not just chosen. They want to be deeply animalistically desired by a person, not practically chosen for, you know, the fact that you, oh, okay, when I, when I think about it, you're, you're pretty good. It's like, I want to be the thing that you, that you almost wish that you didn't want as badly as you do. Um, and I think that's, I think most people's emotions are set up more like that than they are like yours. I think that's, I think that's really interesting. Cause like one thing that's been coming up, recently on like the Twitter sphere is that not being the case for women like until very recently. So I wonder, I wonder if men give a shit or have men convinced themselves via like a toxic perception that they are just like animalistically desired, even though like, like people are mother's age, you know, like people, you know, like my mother's in her fucking sixties, you know, people are mother's age said like they didn't feel like they necessarily had a choice. Like this is what they could get. This is what they got. So like, if we're talking, and, and apparently mm. that's a mass oh, no. thing. So, like, Definitely. if it's happening Definitely. in mass, like, are men tricking themselves? The broccoli. Yeah, so, like, are men tricking themselves, or do men not give a shit? Um, Is the toxicity, mm. like, fucking, like, warping our perception of what that even means? I don't think that that warps it. I think that that people just are more willing to talk about it than they were in the past. Because, I, I yeah, I'm not even sure that that necessarily, like, changes anything i'm not saying it does i just i just it's just it's just a thought like i'm not saying it even directly correlates to anything you know it was just like it was just something that i was thinking about yeah an addendum a a new a new um branch i'm I'm learning about that i'm learning that everything is not a a combat it's sometimes they're just new branches on a tree um in a conversation yeah i think that i think that men maybe just didn't have the self-awareness to think about like am i because i mean i've heard lots of think pieces talking about like women are often conceptualized as objects of desire, but not objects with desire. So I think a, mm-hmm. a lot of times men then and now just thought of women as like, if I can get you, then I got you. What, the, the, the method that it took to get there is kind of irrelevant. You said no to the first date, but then I asked you some more and I, you know, let me take you out here and let me show you this and do that. And whatever is needed to get to like you being willing to lay down with me and hold yeah, on to my co- hand. Coercion be damned, you know, like it is. What coercion it. be damned. Exactly. So I'm going to court you by whatever means, and if I get the goal, which is, you know, you touch me, you put your arm around me, you kiss my cheek, whatever, the, your internal state is irrelevant. So cool, we married. She said yes. She said yes. The fact that she didn't have any other options or whether she did or didn't deeply desire me or she did or didn't come or any of those things, um, I think is, yeah, I agree, maybe a more recent development um, or, or thing to even be concerned about, so. Yeah, but that is that is pretty interesting. Like only maybe only now are we talking about like, oh, does your are you the are you her actual you know man that she really desires, or is she just settling for you as opposed to like our granddad's just like nigga, what the fuck does that got to do with me? <laughs> she at home, and that's, that, none of that is is relevant. Um, but I, so so I actually think being worried about that is a, is maybe even a healthier thing to to even think that your partner is somebody with desire to care about. That's that. fair. That's that's you know. fair. Well, all right, guys, that's been the show. Look, if uh, if your supposed so-called uh, homeboys are ragging on your girl because they, they've all slept with your, your girl, calling her a slut and y'all fools and da-da-da-da-da, even though you all have built an amazing relationship and are super fucking close over the course of four years, you might be seeing a red flag. But if you beat, punch, kick, 
spit on, pull the hair off, and then murder your your intimate partner, it's almost certainly you that's waving the red flag. It's been waving the red flag podcast. It's been Eddie. It's been Alvin. Uh, Joshua will return from his uh, rescue mission uh, abroad soon. And when he does, we'll get back into it. Join us on Patreon to, um, you know, join us on live before every episode. And uh, like, subscribe, let us know what you think. And we'll see you all next week. Peace, peace.